whether here or there or in other uh, places. Asaph in Psalm uh, 73 wondered about the prosperity of the wicked, and then the Lord showed him that judgment will come. You have set them in slippery places. They will fall to destruction in a moment. وَضَعْتَهُمْ فِي مَزَالِقْ وَبِلَحْظَةْ يَأْتِي عَلَيْهِمْ الْخَرَابِ Look at uh, Revelation chapter 6, where a similar idea uh, is, exp- is expressed. Questions regarding uh, 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 evil and wickedness, and why does the Lord permit, why does he not act? Uh, Revelation chapter 6. And when he had opened the fifth seal, Al-Khitmis Al-Khamis, I saw under the altar the souls of them that were slain for the word of God and for the testimony which they held. And they cried with a loud voice, saying, How long, O Lord, holy and true, do you not judge and avenge our blood? Taqdi wa tantaqim, mish tantaqim, bas taqdi. Lanno al-kalim huwa an daynuni adli. It is not just avenge, but judge and avenge, because we are talking about righteous judgment. Do you not judge and avenge our blood on them that dwell on the earth? And white robes were given unto every one of them, and it was said unto them that they should rest yet for a little season until their fellow servants also and their brethren that should be killed as they were should be fulfilled. Now notice what follows that. And behold, when he had opened the sixth seal, Al-Khitmis Al-Khamis, Lo, there was a great earthquake. The sun became black as a sackcloth of hair. The moon became like blood. The stars of heaven fell unto the earth, even as a fig tree casts her untimely figs when she is shaken of a mighty wind. The fifth seal, Lord, how long? How long do you allow? How long do you permit? Uh, how long uh, do you wait? That's the fifth seal. The sixth seal, <laughs> judgment. And so judgment is coming. When the wicked flourish, it is only that they be judged, that they be uh, destroyed. Though hand join in hand, the Bible says in the book of Proverbs, the wicked shall not go unpunished. Be not deceived, God is not mocked. Whatsoever a man sows, that also shall he reap. لا تضلوا الله لا يشمخ عليه ما يزرعه الإنسان فإنما إياه يحصد فإنما إياه يحصد. Why do you show me iniquity and cause me to behold grievance? Habakkuk chapter 1 and verse 3. Why do you Make me look upon sin. Why do I have to deal uh, with sin uh, every day? Why do I have to be surrounded by sin and sinners? And in fact, sin is not just outside, but sin is inside. And 
this is very clear from many places in the Bible. Let's read uh, quickly from Romans chapter 7. Rumi Ishah 7. Al-Khatiyya laysat faqat hawalayna kharijna لكن أيضا داخلنا في قلوب في قلوبنا نراها هنالك أيضا we see it there as well Romans uh, chapter 7 and verse uh, 14 the second part of the verse I am carnal I am sold under sin Romans 7 and verse 19 the good that I would I do not the evil which I would not that I do Romans chapter 7 and verse 24, O wretched man that I am, and an insane shaqi, who shall deliver me from the body of this uh, death? You can think of Habakkuk saying, and you can think of others saying, not just in his time, in our time, Lord, Everywhere there seems to be sin, and I have to look upon it. On the outside and on the inside, there is such an overflowing of sin. There is such an abundance of uh, of sin. Remember uh, what the psalmist said uh, in Psalm 55 and verses 6. And seven, Mazmur Khamsa Khamsin wal Adid Siti Saba. Psalm 55, verses 6 uh, and 7. And I said, Oh, that I had the wings. Oh, that I had wings like a dove. For then would I fly away and be at rest. Lo, then I would wander far off and remain in the wilderness. Lord, can't you create? Uh, a little desert island for me. Keep sin out of it. Can't you create some kind of oasis? No, I'm in Al-Waha, fi wasat al-Sahra. Can't you give me a vacation <laughs> from dealing with and confronting sin on the inside and on the outside? Lord, why do you show me iniquity, Habakkuk 1.3, and cause me to behold uh, grievance? Let's think of looking upon sin in ourselves and also in those around us. In terms of ourselves, we read what Paul said in Romans chapter 7. What did John say in 1 John chapter 1? He said, If any man says that he has no sin, then he deceives himself, and the truth is not in him. Uh, in the book of Ezekiel, one of the visions that the Lord gave to Ezekiel was, how much sin there is on the inside. Now, in that case, it was on the inside of the people in a hidden way. Ezekiel chapter 8 and beginning with verse 7. He brought me to the door of the court, that is, to the door of the court of the temple. And I looked, and behold, a hole in the wall. And he told me, dig now in the wall. And I 
dug in the wall and behold a door. And he said, go in and behold the wicked abominations that they do here. So I went in and saw and behold every form of creeping things and abominable, abominable beasts and all the idols of the house of Israel portrayed upon the wall round about. And there stood before them seventy men of the ancients of the house of Israel. And in the midst of them stood Jezaniah, the son of Shaphan, every man with his censer in his hand, and a thick cloud of incense went up. And he said unto me, Son of man, hast thou seen what the ancients of the house of Israel do in the dark? Every man in the chambers of his imagery. For they say that uh, the Lord seeth us not, the Lord has forsaken uh, the, uh, the earth. In hidden places, there is sin. Not always, as they say, al-futah. Mish dayman al-adiyyi wadha. Not always on the roof, not always immediately apparent. Now Ezekiel was not being showed things, was not being shown things that, that were his own. He was being shown secret things belonging to others, but the truth is, as we look to our heart, we find things that are like what is mentioned in Ezekiel chapter 8. Why do you make me see such things? Why do you make me see my sin? Let me mention some ideas regarding this question. First of all, when I see my sin, I know that the Bible is true. I know that the Bible is true. Because the Bible says that every man is a sinner. And if I look at my heart in an honest way, and I don't see that there's anything wrong, Guess what I could conclude? The Bible is mistaken. But in fact, God's word is true. Remember at the time of the flood, the Bible says that God saw the wickedness of man, the imagination of the thoughts of man, and the fact that this was only evil continually. The heart is desperately wicked and deceitful above all things. And who can uh, know it? And who can uh, know it? Uh, as it is written, Romans chapter 3 and verse 10. As it is written, there is none righteous, no, not one. As it is written. There is none that understands, none that seeks after God. They are go- all gone out of the way. Their throat is like a, is like a tomb. Uh, their tongues are deceitful. Uh, 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 the poison of snakes is under their lips. Mouths that are full of cursing and bitterness. Swift that are, feet that are swift to shed blood. Destruction and misery are in their ways. In the way of peace have they not known. And there is no fear of God before uh, their uh, eyes. Now some people might say, no, no, man is really good. Man has a good nature. I think one of the answers that can be given, look to your own heart. See yourself uh, uh, honestly. Uh, 
David said, I've sinned against you. I've done evil in your sight. Psalm 51 and verse uh, 4. You are justified when you speak. Psalm 51 and verse 4. You are clear. You are righteous and true when you uh, judge. God allows me to see sin in my heart so that I will know that man is a sinner and so that I will know that salvation is only by grace. Only grace uh, can save us. There's no such thing as salvation by works. I like to say uh, there is salvation of works by the work of the Lord Jesus Christ upon the cross. Otherwise, how can I save myself? by my works. When you think about it, God says, the work of Christ, this saves. Can I do any work that is at that level by which I would say to God, I'm going to present to you this work. I don't have to believe in the work of Christ on the cross. All right? Because I have something that is equivalent. Filthy rags. (laughs) <laughs> uh, um, that's what uh, the Bible uh, says uh, do you not fear God the thief on the cross said seeing that we are in the same condemnation <laughs> we justly because we receive the due reward of our deeds. And so he did not turn to the Lord Jesus and say, Lord, remember my good works when you come in your kingdom. He said, Lord, remember me when you come in your kingdom. No appeal to works, no idea of uh, merit. The Lord allows us to see sin in ourselves because that's a fact. Because it's true. Because it's what the Bible says. And it makes clear that salvation is by grace. The Lord allows us to see sin in ourselves. Perhaps because he wants his children to be humble. He wants his children to be uh, humble. What was the very first sin? The very first sin, as we understand things from God's word, the very first sin was the sin of Satan. It was a sin of pride. It was the sin of someone who thought way too much of himself, who wanted to raise himself up and sets his throne above the throne of God. Someone whose view of himself was far too inflated and exaggerated. And this was also part of the temptation with which the serpent, with which Satan tempted uh, Eve. You will not surely die. Your eyes will be opened and you will be as uh, gods. And you want to imagine yourself there and say, wait a minute, Eve. (laughs) 
way to live. You can't be like God. Because God is God. And man is man. And man is man. And if God were somehow afraid for himself. And for his position. And for his primacy over you. Sadartu wa sultu alaykun. Then why did he create the tree to begin with? Nobody forced him to do it. If it was somehow a threat to himself, why did he do it? This is not what this whole thing is about. This is a story that you have heard and that you are about to uh, swallow. But pride makes people foolish. Pride makes you foolish and pride makes me uh, foolish and the Lord allows us to see the sin in our hearts so that we will be humble six things does the Lord hate seven are an abomination unto him a proud look نظرة فيها الكبرياء فيها الكبرياء The Church of Laodicea They thought too much of uh, themselves uh, They thought everything is fine Everything is great I know your works Revelation 3.15 That you are neither cold nor hot I would that you were either cold or hot because you're lukewarm, fated, I will spew you out of my mouth. You say that you are rich and increased with goods, and that you have need of nothing. You don't know that you're wretched and poor and blind and naked. I counsel you to buy gold of me, real gold, tried in the fire, that you may be rich then, and uh, white garments, to be clothed, not to be naked and ashamed. And eyes, and anoint your eyes with salve that you may see. The Lord allows us to see sin in ourselves so that we will be submissive to Him and to His will, to His commandments, to His uh, leadership. When I'm filled with uh, self-righteousness. When I think I'm just a great guy. And then when I face trouble, I'll say, I don't deserve this. I don't deserve this. And then I start rebelling against God. But if I know that I'm a sinner, when I face trouble, I can say to myself, I can say to myself this trouble and this difficulty, no matter how great, it is far less than what I deserve. It's far less than I uh, deserve. Uh, the Bible says in Psalm 118 that the Lord has chastened me sore, but he has not given me over to death. Lamentations chapter 3 and verse 39. Why does a living man complain of the punishment of his sins? ليش بده يتزمر من عقاب خطيته ما هو بيستاهل أكثر من هيك 
uh, he deserves much more uh, than this. Uh, uh, what are some sins that we fall into easily? One of the sins that we fall into easily, complaining and murmuring. Complaining and uh, murmuring. The people in the Old Testament, the people in the wilderness, the classic example, again and again uh, and again. And we are made of the same substance. These things were recorded for our learning. First Corinthians chapter 10, and he was talking specifically about the people in the wilderness. It is of the Lord's mercies that we are not consumed. Because his compassions fail not. They are new every morning. Great is thy faithfulness. The Lord allows us to see sin in ourselves so that we can be, so that we should be, so that we are motivated to be watchful. Watch and pray that ye enter not into temptation. Isharu wa fallu dikei la tadkhulu fi tajriba. A story that I think of with regard to being on watch has to do with Texas and how Texas gained its independence. In 1836, Texas was a province in Mexico. Texas كانت مقاطعة بالمكسيك, بشمال المكسيك. And the people in Texas were unhappy with the rule of Mexico, and so they rebelled against it. They rebelled against it, and so the ruler of Mexico, Santa Ana, came with a rather large army, and the number of people in the army of Texas was small. And the army of Texas was not well organized, was not prepared. And so, when the army of Mexico showed up, the army of Texas, for a certain time, withdrew, withdrew, withdrew. جيش تكساس تراجع من مكان إلى مكان إلى مكان وجيش المكسيك عم يلحقوا عم يلحقوا. And then, the army of Texas found a certain place they thought it would be suitable for them to wage battle. They stopped there. group of the Mexican army caught up with them and had a little battle with them so that they knew that they were in the vicinity. Next day, Next day, what happened? What happened was General Sam Houston, the leader of the Army of Texas, waited until the afternoon siesta time. And that's when he attacked. Common thing is to attack early in the morning. But he had this idea that what will happen 
is during this time they will be resting, during this time they will be unprepared, during this time, and this is the way it turned out, they did not have even a regular watch posted. And so a small number of people from the Army of Texas defeated a much larger number from the Army of Mexico because there was no watch. Because the, pe because the people were not uh, prepared. We see sin in our hearts. It teaches us to be watchful which is much uh, needed, which is uh, much needed. If the Lord Jesus Christ prayed and said, my soul, well, he said before he prayed, my soul is exceedingly sorrowful even unto death. He didn't say, I'm falling into sin, but his soul, but he said, my soul is exceedingly sorrowful even unto death. Tarry here and watch with me. Pray with me. And he went and he prayed. And he said, if it is possible that this depart from me, nevertheless not what I will, but what you will. And then he prayed a second time. And then he prayed a third time. While the disciples were busy being so very watchful themselves, no, they weren't busy being watchful themselves. Which is why, when the enemy came, they were fearful, and they ran away, and Peter later on denied the Lord Jesus Christ and the, and the prayers of the Lord Jesus Christ. Did they not contribute in some way to the fact that he went steadfastly, obediently, faithfully, righteously to the cross to do the will of his Father and to bring salvation to all who would believe? Be watchful. This is what the Bible uh, wants us uh, uh, to do. Seeing sin in our lives perhaps helps us as well, we might say, to appreciate his salvation. Because we can get used to things. Because we can become familiar with things. Because, because we can lose uh, a, true vi uh, uh, a true feeling and estimation of the value of certain things. I get used to being relatively healthy. And then the Lord allows me to be sick for a certain time. And I appreciate the health which he gives. Which he uh, gives. When we are sick, we learn the value of a good doctor. Or we're reminded uh, uh, of it. Uh, we were speaking about Paul in, Re in Romans chapter 7. At the very end of Romans chapter 7. Wretched man that I am. Who shall deliver me from the body of this death? I thank God through Jesus Christ. I thank God through Jesus Christ our Lord. He is the one who uh, delivers, uh, delivers me. Uh, the Bible says in the book of Psalms. He brought me out of a horrible pit. He brought me out of a horrible pit and out of the clay. And he put my feet upon what? Upon a rock. Out of the pit, 
and out of the clay he put my feet upon a rock and he put in my mouth a new song. And he put in my mouth uh, a, a new song. Why does God allow us to see uh, sin? And now let's think of this in terms of others. And perhaps that is more in keeping with what Habakkuk was speaking of, although what we've considered up to this point, I think, is uh, appropriate. To what end, to what purpose, seeing all this sin around me, there, except for the grace of God, go I. There, but for the grace of God, go I. Lawla na'mat al-Rabb kin What makes you to differ from another? 1 Corinthians chapter 4 and verse 7. Corinthians rulas hah arba wa al-adad saba. Who makes you to differ from another? And what do you have which you did not receive? Now, if you received it, then why do you glory as if you did not uh, receive it? When I see sin uh, in others, this is something that is supposed to bring wisdom and warning to me. Proverbs 24. Let's read verses 30, 31, and 32. I went by the field of the slothful, and by the vineyard of the man void of understanding. And lo, it was all grown over with thorns, and nettles had covered the face thereof, and the stone wall thereof was broken down. Then I saw and considered it well. I looked upon it and received instruction. Yet a little sleep, yet a little slumber, yet a little folding of the hand, so shall your poverty come like one that travels and like an armed man. Like an armed uh, man. To see what sin does in the lives of others, it is to see what it will do in our lives if we are if we are not uh, careful if we are not uh, careful the lord allows sin around us to make his grace which is working in our lives to be more visible to be more apparent to be more evident and conspicuous. Philippians chapter 2 and verse 15. Philippians chapter 2 and verse uh, 15. Let's go back uh, to uh, verse uh, 13. For it is God who works in you both to will and to do of his good pleasure. Do all things without murmurings and disputings, that ye may be blameless and harmless children of God without rebuke, in the midst of a crooked and perverse nation, among whom ye shine as lights in the world. In the midst of darkness, the light uh, shines. A flower growing in the midst of 
uh, the field, a field filled with flowers, might not be noticed. A flower in the midst of thorns and thistles. Uh, people see it and, uh, and notice it more. Uh, the Lord allows us to see um, sin around us so that we would think more, speak more, do more, pray more for the salvation of souls. For the salvation of uh, souls. The Bible tells us of the Lord Jesus seeing the multitudes. End of Matthew chapter 9. Seeing that they fainted and were scattered abroad like sheep having no shepherd. Sheep without a shepherd, this is a disaster because sheep do not take care of themselves. Sheep without a shepherd fall into all sorts of problems very, very, uh, very quickly. So he saw them as sheep without a shepherd. And he was moved with compassion. And he said to the disciples, the harvest is plenteous, the laborers are few. Pray to the Lord of the harvest that he would send forth laborers into his harvest. And then immediately after that beginning of chapter 10, he sent them out on the first preaching uh, uh, journey the Bible tells us of Paul in the city of Athens waiting for Silas and Timothy to come from Macedonia. And the Bible tells us that when he saw the city and how it was so given to idolatry, إنه مدينة أتينا معبي معبي شو معبي أصنام وعبادات وثنية. And history tells us the city of Athens had more idols than men. كان عند أصنام أكثر من ما كان فيها ناس. The Bible says that his spirit was stirred in him. صار معه كريزة. This would be a fair translation. He had he had a fit. Uh, a, a, a fit, uh, his spirit was stirred with him when he saw the idolatry of the city. And so he disputed daily with uh, the Jews in the synagogue and devout persons and in the market with those whom he encountered and the philosophers, the Stoics and the Epicureans because he saw the sin that was uh, uh, around. He saw the sin that was uh, uh, around. Why do you show me uh, iniquity? For any who do not know the Lord Jesus as Savior, the Lord wants to show people their iniquity so that they will turn unto him and receive his salvation. The Lord wants to show you that you are sick so that he'll be able to help you. 
The Lord wants to tell us that we are clothed with filthy rags so that we will remove them from us and receive from him the robe of righteousness, the garments of uh, salvation. The garments of uh, salvation. If the Lord shows us sin, we are the ones who brought sin into this world. It's not his fault. He's working in the other direction, in the direction of all that is good and true and righteous. And one day, that work will reach its climax, and he will bring his children to his side in a place where there is no sin, where righteousness only dwells. There is no night, but the Lord is the light, and he is the light forever. Why do you let me see sin? What appears to us sometimes to be hard, difficult, if the Lord allows it, somehow or the other, there is a wisdom behind it. And the Lord wants to work in your life and my life, not frustration and anger, but rather wants to teach us always what is right and what is good. The Bible speaks of a wise reprover and of a hearing ear. And surely the Lord is a wise reprover. The question is whether I will listen and learn. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord, for your work of old through your servant Habakkuk and all that is recorded for us, for our learning. We thank you, Lord, because you have your purposes, your will, and your way. You have your wisdom, which far exceeds ours. We pray, Lord, that you would teach us to trust you in all that you do, Teach us to follow you in all that you command. We pray that you would teach us to love your way and will. And even though there are obstacles and challenges and difficulties and questions, as we see so much sin in and around, inside and outside, Help us to know that you work out all things for good to them that love you. We pray, Lord, that you would comfort, that you would strengthen. We pray, Lord, that you would help us to turn away from vain questionings and to turn to faith and reliance upon you, your word, your guidance. Bless each heart. Guide us in your will and way. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen.